0: So depending on when you're listening to this, it's probably about two weeks until Ramadan. And subhanAllah, I know it should go without saying, but there's some things we should not do this Ramadan. And you know what? Rasul sallallahu saw wa the Prophet, peace be upon him, He all he did was bring reminders. So let this just be a reminder to us. Maybe you forgot. I forgot since last year. Just putting in our mind little quick reminders about what not to do this Ramadan, please, so that we don't destroy that beautiful chance that we have to be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in ways that we never have been able to outside of Ramadan. I know so many of us are looking for deep change within ourselves. We intend to do that with you here in the podcast all Ramadan three times a week excited but right now right before it starts want to make sure we get into this find out what not to do this Ramadan. Hello, Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week on topics that you care about, love, relationships, life hacks, parenting... Life balance, you name it, we got it. We talk about things that Muslim women are going through in really real ways. And we don't just talk about them. It's not for you to show up here for 15 to 20 minutes of your day or your week. It's because we give you answers. How to, exactly how to handle that thing. And so one of the things we love to do on top of how to's and, you know, teaching certain content is our reminders, reminders about things that might have slipped you know, our attention as life gets busy and Ramadan's rolling in. And I just want to thank so many of you. We have so many new listeners. Thank you so much. So many of you have joined. And so many of you also started listening to, um, sorry, watching our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel where we're regularly putting up content now. Mindful Muslim are there. Check us out there to see visuals of what we do. We're going to be putting up a lot of um kind of Ramadan prep stuff. I was actually filming a lot of that this weekend. Um, like, it's so strange because, you know, we have this new new world where things that we normally just did like wash dishes or clean chicken, like wasn't of interest to anyone else. But now apparently like everybody loves to watch everybody else do this type of stuff. So as I'm prepping for Ramadan and stuff, and sharing little bits of my life. So check it out over there. Um, right before we start the podcast, I want to just let you know one huge announcement super excited about if you didn't already know. Um, we're opening or we just open our five-day challenge um, we're doing it with Umar of Honest Tea Talk Ariba Farheen of Iman Power Samia of My Little Alam these are all like either YouTube or Instagram stars. If you haven't really paid attention to them yet, they're wonderful. Um, Norba Fakani. she's a licensed nutritionist of, you know, like just so many women are just wonderful. And we want to start joining together to do amazing things for you. Um, we also have a couple other things, but for today, what I'll say is make sure you get in the challenge because it's going to be all about Ramadan prepping. We're going to come on live from March 23rd to 27th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you miss the lives, it's okay. The replays will be inside. So I'll put a link down below. Catch us in there. It's coming up. You want to save your seat because it's going to be good. All right. So anyway, let's go into today's topic. Let's jump right in of what not to do this Ramadan. You might have heard me talk about these things in certain lives I've done in the past. But the, what I want you to remember is that like life is just... Reminders. So we're going to go into about four things here that I would like to remind us not to do this Ramadan. It's really important, inshallah, because I know we all kind of know there's certain things that we shouldn't do, but sometimes we forget. As part of what we do here at Mindful Muslim is to try to get our women to be more mindful. Hence, Mindful Muslim, it's not that I'm claiming to be that. I have a ton of work to do on myself, as we all do. We are all works in progress. But what I mean is that when you're doing things, to start noticing when we're doing things, how we're doing things, why we're doing things, because we need to get to the deep, deep root of like why we keep doing that thing we know we shouldn't be doing. Right? Like nobody's um, shaming anyone here. I'm just trying to say, like, if you just so happen to have forgotten, we're going to help you here. So the first thing I want to ask you and myself not to do this Ramadan is not to forget to have a plan. Now, let me be really clear what I mean by this. Um, you know, a plan means having thought out before exactly what you want to achieve by the end of Ramadan. I, I don't want you to just download a planner or buy a planner. And by the way, many of you guys have been giving me awesome feedback on the um, Ramadan Journal, which is almost like a planner, for that we actually came out for the first time this year. So Jazakum Allaho for all the women who are giving us tons of love with that. But what I want you to know is that what is more important is this getting real about like what we didn't achieve last year. Why we didn't achieve it. Because if we don't think about that, guys, we're just going to do it again. Right? And then having a plan. So sit down with yourself. I did that maybe two weekends ago. I sat with myself in a notebook. Well, the one that we use, like I said, the Ramadan journal. And I really planned. I actually whipped out mine from last year. Looked at the goals. We have like a little way in there. You assess yourself. Like you give yourself like a, it's like a hardometer. There's like a gauge. And I looked at what I was able to achieve according, like based on what I had set out to do. Noted what went well noted what didn't go well and then decided to adjust accordingly for this year and then some things when i thought about where i am because you know guys from last ramadan we grow so much sometimes we're going forward sometimes we're going backwards you know like whatever it is we're just recognizing it we're not ignoring it anymore and we're putting in our mind what we want so What not to do is don't wait till the last minute to do this because it just puts you in a pinch where you just like racing and then you feel like, oh, I'm not ready. Because what happens is when you start to do that plan, you realize there's things you need to do to put it in place. For example, let's pretend you want to, you know, spend less time in the kitchen, right? And spend more time with Allah. That's part of your plan. Like, oh, last Ramadan, that's what happened. I fell into that loop. And then you didn't prep because you waited so long to make that plan that you realize there's only a couple days before Ramadan. Now you're racing around to prep your food and you're like, oh, so see, like, that's just a mess, right? That's why, like, way ahead of time, We gave you guys, like I think in the last podcast or so, like my Ramadan um, hacks and tips for cooking. Because I know these things, like we need to have a plan and then start to put in place, like how am I going to execute that plan? So it could be food, it could be Quran, it could be time with your kids or time with yourself and just detoxing from social media. Like whatever it is, put that plan in place. Don't not have a plan. That's my first one. Another one I want to let you know is don't... Ignore the fact that Shaitan plants seeds right before Ramadan starts. Don't ignore that. Like right now I want you to think about something that you're struggling with, just totally struggling with. It could be a fight with another family member. It could be what you yourself, um, you know, just bad news you just got. It could be somebody that just passed away, you know me a lot give them Jannah for those, you know, and just like whatever it is, it's super hard. It could be like, um, you just going through a divorce or maybe like an engagement broke up or you're just really struggling with something internally. Shaitan loves to plant those things right before Ramadan. I've mentioned this one time, maybe in the podcast past or back, because I really want people to pay attention to this. Don't ignore that. This Ramadan, don't ignore the fact that Shaitan plants those seeds before and here's like the bonus of that one. Don't ignore the fact that the big shaitan is still is locked up, but you still have your qareen. You still have your nafs. What does that mean? Like everybody still has their little mini shaitan that loves to was in their ear, like whisper types of stuff. Yeah. People think like all the shaitan. No, it's not all. It's just the big, big kahuna. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Um. Anyway, and then you have your nafs. Your nafs didn't leave you. Your desires, you're burning like bad habits, right? That's why you guys know in the um the five-day challenge we're about to do, one of the sessions on day four is all about crushing bad habits. So that's why I did it, guys. So if you feel like, gosh, I got some bad habits, I need to lose those. But it's so hard. And Ramadan's coming, and I want to lose this chance to finally feel good, to be close to a lie. You will, guys, if you don't crush the habits. So again, that's why I put that out there with the five day challenge with the women and on by the way, on the fifth day, I do make the plan with you, so that's like I'm really excited because this is some hands on stuff we're gonna do it almost like workshop style where I legit like like you're right in front of me, I help you do it. we walk each other through it. you don't need anything, you just need to show up. you don't need books or planners or anything. you just may bring a notebook, you know get some stuff down, obviously, but that's about it. so make sure you join that bullet because seriously, this is really, really. This is really our chance this time of year. And when we ignore these small opportunities, it's really such a waste for us because we, Allah loves us. He wants us to feel better. And so many of us were struggling because we're not taking the actionable steps to make things better. Like, okay, you don't like how you feel right now, but what are you doing differently to change it? Right? So we're just trying to give you the tools, but we can't force you to do it. You have to do it yourself. So if you want to do that together, come join us and we'll really be there with you but yeah don't ignore the fact that that stuff's happening um try to if you notice a big fight between you and another family member or somebody like put in your mind this could be from Shaitan right now to derail me i'm not gonna let it get the best of me deep breathing you know go to allah complain to allah in sujud. do your thing but get back in the game sister i don't want you to lose this chance because it is a time of such immense barakah, like no other Another thing to not do this Ramadan is don't be alone. I think we've gotten so used to this culture of like talking to everybody from our phone. Like, I'm sorry. Like maybe just maybe five years ago, it was so hard for me to get into it. Now I think I'm kind of used to it. Like where people don't actually call anybody anymore. (laughs) Like I sometimes I talk to my friends so much, but I don't actually talk to them if you get me right it's like it all happened through a whatsapp chat or a text or a snap or like whatever it is it's so weird back in the day people used to actually call Now i know i'm talking the generation that does not know what i'm talking about unless you're maybe what like over 30 but like at the end of the day it's so crazy because we have such a limited amount of contact with other human beings but here's the thing that is not our sunday that is not how the, the prophet peace be upon him lives and it's not because it was back back in the day and you know people didn't have cell phones it's because human beings naturally biologically need one another right now if you don't have the support system around you it is so hard to stay motivated one of the top things women tell me is they can't stay motivated they don't feel supported they just get these caught up in their thoughts right on loop over and over thinking the same negative stuff depressed in the house or at you at work you stress with the like you lose your mojo i don't know how to say it like you lose that drive but here's the thing, like I'm very aware of that. And one of the things we tried to do for years was to bring women together. So hey, that's why we got the podcast, right? But here's the thing, people are still listening to the podcast alone. Unless you're there with your family in the car, which I love, Woo-woo. shout out to all the moms who are playing the podcast in the car with the kids. Hey kids, I hear you, I see you, because your moms tell me that you listen inside the car when she's driving. So we keep it totally Clean here. Ladies, we're happy to have a family program. But at the same time, we don't want you to be alone, right? We don't want you to be alone this Ramadan as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, as a Muslim, as striving with a career, with uni, like whatever you're doing, you shouldn't do that alone because this is a totally different vibe. I encourage you. I implore you. If things are open near you and it is COVID safe, go to the mosque this Ramadan if you didn't last Ramadan. I know we're getting used to not going to the mosque anymore because we're like constantly finding them closed. We're finding our program shut down or on Zoom or like whatever it is. But the truth is like that is so not good for the heart. It is so not good for the soul. We need to be together. I love for you to be with me. You guys know like outside of this podcast, it is a party all year round. We made an entire village of women, right? Thrive Muslim. That's the private group I made. It's not on Facebook. It's not on Instagram. Like legit, this is on a platform that we created with another, um, like a, a platform. So subhanAllah, you could be with me and my whole community if you want. Doors are open. We have a full Ramadan program inside of Thrive Muslimah. But I implore you, like, if it's not us, go please to a local mosque center. Put in your mind to be like in a group with other sisters. Make a halakha in your house. Something. We're here for you. Like I told you, I will put the links to join us. We have everything. Like, I don't know. What is it? Like 35 live. Like you are never alone. Like live, live. And we're even making our own first virtual Eid. But I need you to understand when you stay alone in Ramadan, it is kind of the opposite. of Like we're all fasting together. It is a community. Now you're a revert. That's even harder, right? If you're a sister who's trying to be better and her family is like not on the same page, that is hard when you're in the house with those people. They're going to pull you down, your family, because I hate to say it, but even born Muslims have family members that are just not religious. Some people, dare I say, don't fast. It doesn't happen a lot for the Muslim community. That's like the one thing we're pretty good at. Even if we still like (laughs) haram date, drink, smoke weed, like everybody's still not, you know, we're fasting though, right? So subhanAllah, we want to make sure That you are not alone. So here's the thing promise yourself right now I'm gonna not be alone. I'm dead serious. Say it to yourself I'm gonna not be alone. I'm gonna do this as a community. Then the next step is take action. Put in your mind is there a mosque near you? Can you go? Is there a center? Is there a group? Is there a halakha you can join? Is there a class? It's like, what can you do that's a regular thing? Not a class once a week. I mean, you can do a class once a week, but I want you to have real, real support. Now, in whatever we do in our community, it's going to be every single day. We have Quran, recitation, du'a. It's like, I want you to be immersed in community. And that is something I'm dead serious about because it makes an entirely different Ramadan. Just word of... Of from the heart like do that for yourself because it's life-changing for me and I'm just kind of sharing what has done it for me and got me to where I am so I want to have that for you and number four the last tip I have for you of what not to do is don't believe that you can't be better don't do that because that coming into Ramadan with that attitude that I can't change. It's too hard. I tried before. You know, I'm I'm a new Muslim, so I'm not gonna be able to do it. Or I'm I have no support. I can't do it. Oh my gosh, my schedule is so bad. My work is so bad. My my everything is just too hard. I just I tried before and, and I just couldn't. I failed. Like whatever that negative thought that you have or thoughts, many of them, right? You just you need to get rid of that. You need to put it to the side and say, I'm not going to put limits on Allah. Why don't you say that with me? If you're all alone in your room, I don't care. Nobody can hear you. I mean, even I can't hear you, huh? I'm not going to put limits on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Haram, right? How are we going to do that? I'm not going to put limits on Allah. Allah can do anything. Say it. I'm dead serious. Allah can do anything. Allah can do anything in my life. I don't want to sound like, you know, like, but it's real, sis. And we have to internalize that. And the more we say, I can't do it. We're saying, actually, Allah can't do it. That's a totally different thing, right? No, no, I'm not saying that, sis. I'm saying I can't do it. No, 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 no. What you're saying is, because you're getting depressed over it. Like, it's real. Like, here's the thing. We need to stop thinking about our thoughts like they're facts. You've heard me say that before, right? Stop talking about, like, you hear something, something comes in your head. They hate me. Like we, we like actually pretend like that actually happened. Like pretend you look at your friends and you see something going on. You're like, Oh, they hate me. All my parents, they don't love me. Right? Like we say it in our head and then we like, believe it. Like it's a life fact. It's not even a fact. It's a passing thought. So if you thought in your head, you can't change this Ramadan. Yes, you can. And I'm telling you, you can. And you want to know why (laughs) I know you can? Because Allah said so. Allah said, all you have to do is want to do it. All you have to do is want to be better and he asks you to make dot to him, and he will help you, and you'll be just fine. And I'm here with you, and I'm telling you, I want you to believe in yourself. I don't want you to be alone. I don't want you to get caught up in the, the shaitan and all the seeds he's planting for you, and I want you to have a plan. Ladies, these things are small reminders, but each of them hold so much weight, right? Don't be alone. Join us in the challenge. If you want, join us and thrive for the entire Ramadan. The challenge is just like a couple days to prep you for Ramadan. But I don't want you to just sit there in your thoughts, in your feelings, and feel lost when Allah wants you to thrive. Allah wants you to succeed. The Prophet, peace be upon him, left us this amazing religion full of so much peace. I want you to have peace in your heart. I want you to have an amazing Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow that for us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to live to see Ramadan. And to leave it better than we entered it. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Say amin for yourself and for your sisters. All right. Love you for the sake of Allah. I'll see you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.